Welcome to our final session of the HR Trends virtual podcast booth that landed on the floor of HR Tech 2022. And what a guest we have to close us out. None other than Mr. Steve Bowes, the chair of the HR Tech conference. Steve, it is a great honor that you could be with us. It is great to be here, Claire. Thank you. Uh, and thanks everyone at Unum for putting together this really awesome space here right on the show floor. This is very, very cool. So I'm thrilled to be here and great to see you. Great to meet you in person because we've talked many, many times. Yes. Did podcasts together. Yes. Had 17 Zoom calls. <laughs> first meeting. So great to see you. Yes. And on that, on that point, it is so nice to be back with the community of the people of HR and tech. Yeah. So thank you for all your great work over however long building this thing. Yeah, well, thank you. It's, <laughs> there's a very big team of folks uh, at LRP Media behind this conference who do a wonderful job. I play a small part of it. But as you said, Claire, I think the, the vibe we're getting, we're nearing the end of the conference as, as we record this. The vibe has overwhelmingly been, boy, it's so great. We're, we're back here, right? And we did throw a conference last fall. We tried to anyway throughout a really uh, nasty spike in COVID. COVID around the world, and it was rough. I, I'm not going to lie. But this year, with um, the attendance being way, way up, the, the Expo Hall being our biggest ever, right, uh, mm -hmm. that we've ever had in, in HR tech history, uh, and there's an overwhelming feeling of, of uh, happiness and excitement, and, and, and community is the word you use, Claire, I'd, I'd echo that. It's, a, it's quite a community here at HR tech, and you know, we're thrilled things have gone so well so far in the, at the conference. Yes, and you did this wonderful um, article at the beginning about why this is going to be the most significant one ever. Could you just speak a bit on to that and maybe reflect on, on why it's such a big moment? Yeah, I think so. And I think we probably have seen this type of thing in a lot of our lives over the last year or so, whether it's personal things like family reunions that were postponed for a while, or I couldn't go home to visit grandma and grandpa for a while, those kinds of things. We've all probably experienced these moments, right, in the last 12 months or 16 months or whatnot. And I think it's a similar moment here in our industry uh, where we've uh, coming back together after after a really difficult time for, for everyone, organizations, for people, for families, for societies, etc., that meant a little bit more, right? Like lots of things in our lives, in our work lives or personal lives, it's kind of easy to just sort of take things for granted, get a little bit jaded. Oh, you know, conference XYZ is coming around again. Oh, okay, what are we going to do this year? We need to come up with a new idea. You know, all these things, and it can be like... Mm, I don't know, the excitement level probably isn't always the same, especially for any kind of a mature uh, enterprise like this is or, or other things that you might have in your, in your, in your work life. So having those difficulties in, in nine, well, 19 was good, I guess, 20, 21, and even some parts of 2022, I suppose, I think it's made it all appreciate it more. And, uh, and I guess the flip side of that, Claire, if I may uh, continue on, yeah. let's talk about the sort of the business kind of reason yeah. I think I say that is, I think we have always felt, right, folks in our industry, certainly folks at Unum, uh, have felt about the importance and the primacy uh, to successful business outcomes and supporting people in their lives that HR people have, uh, people operations people have, uh, the programs that we, in, we, we implement for our employees to support them have all been very, very important. It just seems like the last couple of years have underscored or even amplified that importance. And I do think the, the role of HR as, um, as, as the criticality of HR in the organization 
I think has increased in, in perception and both reality amongst, say, business leaders, business owners, and, and even really the families, right, uh, of the people that we support. And honestly, uh, we can talk about this if you'd like, Clara. That's why one of the reasons I love the benefit space, right? Because yeah. uh, what companies like Unum do and the, the organizations that you work with who, who roll out programs and systems, right, and, mm. and support from, from Unum, uh, it just it doesn't impact just employees, which is important, right? right? But it has a really, really important role in the health and well-being of their families. Right. And there's nothing more important to a person, right, than their family. So that's why I've always loved being around in the benefit space, and I continue yes. to love it. Yes, and then it's so true because you that impact on the family and then how that impacts the community and the strength and fabric, right, that's holding us all together. What about, I'd quickly love to ask you, you are so at the center of this thing. You'd, you've done all the analyst briefings everywhere. You're, you're, you're roving around. <laughs> you've got the best visibility. Anything that's jumping out to you in this conference? Just any themes or trends or... Uh, yeah, I'll give you one thing. It was it was it was a it was a single point, but I think it's representative of a lot of what people are feeling and the community is feeling. And uh, it was an observation made in one of the panels I was uh, I was sitting in, and I you know was in, I introduced the speakers, and I, I don't want to say the name exactly because I'm paraphrasing a little bit. So I mm -hmm. I want to quote the person because I want to get it exactly right. But it was essentially this: back in say pre-pandemic days, 2018, 2019, you'd come to an event like this, like at the HR Technology Conference. And it was kind of, what's the latest, latest new toy? What's the latest mm -hmm. new tech? What's the latest gadget or gizmo or mobile app or whatever? What's that tech innovation that we're all excited about? And I bet if we look back to 2018 and 2019, it was probably artificial intelligence, right? And how that was gonna be utilized in HR, which is an important topic and it has continued throughout the pandemic. I feel in the person, the, the, the second part of the observation was, I'm here now for a day and a half as a CHRO, mm -hmm. and I, I don't think that's what this is about anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's about uh, achieving the, the desired outcomes from the application of whatever the technology mm -hmm. is, but it's not about the technology itself, and I think we all got caught up in just technology for its own sake and not its impact on people, their health and well-being, their, their feelings at work, their feelings outside of work. And then, of course, certainly, this is a business conference, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, not, it's not a wellness retreat, sadly, <laughs> but um, it is a business conference as well. But those things, there's, you can draw that straight line between care, well-being of, of employees and their families and how that transforms into increased productivity, increased engagement, reduced absence, healthier employees, healthier communities, healthy, healthier organizations at all. So let's not talk about the gizmo or the whatever the tool is. I haven't Wow. I had maybe one conversation about AI this whole week, maybe, maybe, maybe one and a half. Mm -hmm. In 2019, I felt like that's all I talked about. So I think that's a good thing. And I think that, mm. I feel like underscoring all this and at the, at the core of the organizations, we see the 450 plus companies that are here, the ones that I think will do the best and, and add the most value for their, their clients and of course their employees are the ones who think about that first and maybe mm. let's, the fancy technology second. So that, hopefully that makes sense. I love that observation. Uh, it's almost like the prioritization has really snapped back to the employee yeah. at the heart. I hope so. I think it has, yeah. right? I mean, so yeah, we're talking a lot about well-being. We're talking a lot about mental health certainly about inclusivity and how technology, of course, can help um, uh, support things like inclusivity. And I had a great, great uh, story the other day uh, 
someone was telling me, um, uh, I'm not going to say the the app, but it's a payroll app, right? It's a payroll app. Mm -hmm. You don't think that much of it, right? Mm -hmm. As as an inclusivity tool. Mm -hmm. But this particular payroll technology was able to be deployed on mobile devices in Spanish as well as English. This particular company had a very large contingent of frontline workers, hourly workers uh, in some of the southwestern states and some of the midwestern states whose first language is not English, Mm -hmm. it's Spanish. And the message is just not, oh, my tech is, is, is clever, it can be deployed in Spanish. It's deploying that technology in the native language of, their, of, of, of a certain component of their employee base, make them feel included, mm-hmm. right? That's the story, right? It's not whatever you have to do to code an app to render in Spanish. I don't even know how to do it. But, so, and I've heard stories like that all week. I love that. I love that. And I wonder if you could um, kind of just leave us. This is one question we've been asking everybody, the final question. So, which is, um, and I'm not going to say it exactly the same way, but January 1st, 2023 is around the corner. Hmm. As we look ahead to the new year, is there one word that you would bring up for HR or for us all to be have front and center? One word. What is it? I love that question, and you can see how I'm thinking about it because I'm describing how good, I, how much I like the question. I'm considering restating the question while I consider my answer. Um, I'm going to go with well-being. I feel like that's a simple one. I, I wanted to come up with a better word uh, that maybe hasn't been used as much. No one said it yet. But I'm going to go with well-being, and, and maybe I'm a little bit biased, Claire. I'm going to fully admit this. Can I tell one more quick benefit story? Please tell all the benefits. This is why benef- this is why benefits is probably the most important technology there is in the HCM space. I, wow. I think it, it's, it's if it's not the most, it's tied. Yeah. The first time I ever rolled out uh, a, a technology to do uh, annual benefits open enrollment from mm-hmm. an organization in an online fashion, right? Mm-hmm. At that time, it was just a computer and a, in a web interface, no mobiles, no nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It was a very big change for this organization who had traditionally done it the way most organizations always had, which is just a, a paper form, right? Mm-hmm. Filled out by hand and turned in via inner office envelope, right? Big, big change we had to have some open lab sessions, right, at this particular organization where employees could come in, right, didn't have to get an appointment or anything, could sit with someone and help walk through the system so they can roll in their benefits. I had, Claire, I had people come to that session and sit with me hour after hour after hour, day after day after day, to to walk so concerned, Mm. so worried, so just reticent about the technology. Some were angry, honestly, about it because having those benefits selected properly, having their dependents enrolled for, knowing that that card was going to come in the mail, that that they could go to their doctor or their wife or husband or child could go to the doctor and everything would be okay in there, was so important to them that they literally, like, some of them were, they were there was a visceral reaction, and I'll never forget this one gentleman who came. He was an um, a older employee. Brought, English was not his first language either, mm-hmm. and we could not roll out this system in his preferred language, which I believe was Mandarin, mm-hmm. and brought his wife with him, who was also an older person, probably in her 70s, who spoke slightly better English and could read it a little bit better than him, and I worked with them. I'm not, t- I'm not kidding you. They came every day. They came every day of my lab and, and sat mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. just to ask more questions and, and make sure things were right. And I'll never forget that. That's a long time ago. That was like 15 years ago, probably plus. I will never forget how important the relationship between a person, their family, and their employer, it, it, it funnels through 
and it's shaped by and it's supported by benefits. That's it, nothing else. Nobody cares about the performance management system or the feedback system right. or, you know, they, they care, but they don't really care. Not viscerally like that. So that's my benefits story. I've told it a million times. I apologize if I've told I you the story it. before. Yes. Uh, and I, but I think that, I don't think that feeling, the technology's changed a thousand times. The feeling that that employee had and, uh, and most employees have about that, that doesn't change at all. And that's the perfect, actually, uh, closing point because we are going into open enrollment season, right? And that is the time that HR is focusing on the employees and in this inflationary environment, yeah. no more important time for families to understand the, and get be educated and communicated in, in good ways. So, Steve, thank you again. Oh, my pleasure. Brilliant. So good to see you, Claire. I, I'm saying brilliant, which apparently Americans love. A brilliant job. We do like it. Great yeah. conference. Thank you again. Great to see you. Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.